Welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your hearts? And of course, how are your heads? Guys, what's going on? It's been a while. It's been a while since I've said it's been a while. How are you? It's good to be back. A new series of the Sunday Roast. A new dawn. A new era. Let's go. How are you doing? I hope you're all well. I'm doing good. I'm actually doing really good. So thank you for the continued support. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your loyalty. Let's go. Now, sorry, uh, patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. If you want to keep this boy alive, please subscribe. I know I've lost some of you. I've lost bloody a lot of you. But come back. Come on, come over, come over, come back. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. The roasts are very much going back in the oven. This is a new series. This is a, this is the biggest series of Sunday roasts since the last time I said same. Anyway, onwards and upwards and inwards. Okay. Before we continue on today's theme, the subject matter, which is hen parties and hen do's, there's something else I want to discuss. Okay. It's Mrs. Roast's birthday this weekend. Well, it was yesterday. But for the whole weekend, obviously, I've done extensively romantic things. Covered all grounds just to redeem myself. No, I didn't have anything to redeem myself for. But you know what got in my head a bit? Do you know what I really hate? A lot of people suggested, oh, are you going to do a surprise party for her, for her birthday? No. I hate surprise parties and I hate fancy dress parties. I've already discussed fancy dress parties. And now I'm going to talk about surprise parties. These are such bullshit. These are for the people that require gimmicks, stupid clothing and cocaine to make social events interesting. Surprise parties are for boring people. I'm, I'm genuinely. Can we talk about just how boring you have to be to require the surprise element to make a party enjoyable? Surprise parties are for boring people. They're for the same people, by the way, that think placing a single raspberry in a glass of Prosecco, is a bit of fun. Fruit is not fucking fun, Frida. And no amount of frozen berries will make your glass of Graham Norton wine any more interesting. Now, I love Graham Norton and I love wine, but not at the same time. I'm going to start putting fucking kiwis in my pints. I'm going to start putting bananas up my arse. I mean, in my pints. Surprise parties are for boring people. They're for the type of people who think they've committed a con to rival the Antwerp diamond heist when they take a tea bag or a mini shampoo from a hotel room that they were staying in. You know the types. Walking through the lobby, giggling like gorillas, as if the Swiss police are going to come and shoot them down for pilfering a plastic bottle containing such little shampoo, by the way, that you'd barely clean the scalp of an infant with alopecia, let alone the hairs on the back of your arse, Aoife. Surprise parties are for boring people. Surprise parties. The thing that annoys me the most, I think, about surprise parties, above the whole bullshit of the surprise, it's actually, it's not the people doing the surprise. For me, it's the person whose birthday it is always acts way too surprised, completely over the top. You haven't just witnessed a spider walking across the carpet on two legs. You haven't just seen a coherent message come out of the Irish government. Topical comedy, am I right? Do you know what I mean, though? You shouldn't be this surprised. Oh, my God! Oh my God, what the hell are you all doing here? Ah! 
Um, they got a text from your boyfriend, Aoife. Six of your mates. He set up a WhatsApp group with one of your friends during the week. Got her to add the rest of your friends. If anything, actually, she deserves the kudos because she was the one that pulled it together. He just sent one text to your closest friend because he actually doesn't know or wants to know any of your other friends except for the one he flirted with that night when you got too pissed and fell asleep on the couch. Nevertheless, oh my God! Ah! How did you keep this a secret? What? You're, oh my God, it's just so shocking. Is it? Is it really that shocking? Was it not a giveaway when your boyfriend suggested stopping off for a drink on the way home in a pub that you've literally never been to before? Ah, but of course. Let's go for a quick drink in the Fox and the Peasant on the Long Mile Road. I mean the Fox and the Pheasant on the Long Mile Road. Of course we should go here. Oh my God, you guys, you're all just such good actors. These morons are so far away from being thespians, they probably think it's a term for a member of the LGBTQ community. These are not good actors. Which one of them deserves an Oscar? Riddle me that, Aoife. Who's getting the Golden Globe? Was it your best friend Emma sending you a happy birthday message earlier and then saying she's busy, but she hopes you have a good night, winky face emoji? Or perhaps it was the Emmy Award winning performance of your boyfriend taking you out for dinner with four fucking balloons smushed down his trousers and then blaming that ridiculous squeaky noise on elephantitis of his testicles whenever he went to the loo. (coughs) How did you not see the clues, Aoife? The signs were all there. I firmly believe that anybody who is legitimately being surprised by a surprise party thrown for them are revealing themselves to be the next generation of those susceptible to Nigerian scam emails and phone calls from an automated voice saying, Hi, I believe you've been in a car accident. If I was based, genuinely, if I was based in a basement in Abuja now, scouring the internet for the vulnerable and naive citizens of the world who may fall victim to my illegitimate business offers and IBAN number requests, the first place I'd look would be for videos of someone walking into the beer garden of a suburban bar in Ireland and acting surprised when six of her single friends are waiting to wish her a happy birthday. Or him, by the way, or him. Oh, let's get a punnet of raspberries and a glass of fizzy piss. It's Aoife's birthday. No. Oh my God, the surprise. It was absolute perfection. Perfection. This is your barometer of Perfection. That's not perfection. Perfection, by the way, is the synth line in I'm on Fire by Bruce Springsteen. Perfection is bringing your dog to the vet, thinking you'll have to put him down, but being told the tumour in his foot is gone and you'll get another three years out of him. A sugary glass of chlorine-like sparkling wine with a floating piece of defrosted fucking fruit is not perfection. Christ. Perfection is you subscribing to the Patreon. You're just such good actors. Ah, are they, yeah? Who, who's winning the Oscar this year, guys? Would you say it's Kate Winslet for her performance as a French scientist, Marie de Pan, au chocolat in post-war Poland, who discovers a cure for Dubai? No, no. Will it be Anne Hathaway for her turn as Agent Cal Brown in the fast-paced Indonesian thriller Moneybox, about a woman who crosses international borders with 50-euro notes hidden in her mange? No, no, no. It's probably going to be Sarah DeLarge from Carrick Mines for her tour de force in Eva's surprise birthday drinks, where she texted the birthday girl on the day of the party and said she had to babysit that night. Good luck. Surprise! <laughs> No, we are not here 
to discuss surprise birthday parties today on this sultry, fucking balmy, scalding, roasting, would you believe, hot Sunday. No, nor are we here to talk about the pub that I was in yesterday for Mrs. Rose's birthday. Went out. Went all out. Mrs. Rose's birthday yesterday. Took her out for lunch. Everything. A big slap-up meal. Don't you hate people that say that? Slap-up meal. Good God. What a fucking horrible... Oh, well, yeah, me, me and the wife, yeah, we went out for a big slap-up meal. I'm sure that's not the only slapping being done. No. No, no. But you know what I mean? It's a horrible phrase. Anyway, went out yesterday. It was Mrs. Rose's birthday. Pulled out all the stops. All the stops. Took her out five-course meal, the works. And I, by the way, it was her birthday, so I'm more than happy to split the bill, honestly. Anyway, I'm not here to talk about the pub that we went to yesterday, and I'm not going to give you the name. I'm not going to give you the name, but let's just say the clue is that the prices were absolutely quackers. Okay, so see if you can guess what pub that is. Anyway, we went to this I know we're not here to talk about this, but I feel it's worth mentioning. We went to this pub yesterday, and I ordered, I was quite, quite beige, quite boring, but I ordered the burger, the house burger, which... By the way, on the menu was described as the house burger with a uh, pickle, whatever, like Galanvin's homemade cheddar. You know the way that all these pubs, they try and like rephrase. They they want to say everything other than cheese. So they have to say like, oh, locally sourced artisanal from Givenchy Home Farm, uh, fresh premium Irish cheddar. You know what I mean? All the slop. Anyway, it just said it came with pickle, uh, cheddar, beef, tomato and some iceberg lettuce. So I was like, grand, I'll catch up that up to the gills and we'll be off. And then it comes with million dollar fries. I didn't even look into the million dollar fries because any that's just, just bell and whistle nonsense slop. Grant. Out comes the food, okay? And the fucking million dollar fries were two euro fries, as I said to uh, Mrs. Roast before she broke up with me for being such an unfunny cunt. Um, the million dollar fries were soaked in this truffle sauce, okay? And I don't like truffle. I know that's probably a divisive thing because every basic bitch in the world seems to love truffle. In the last five years, we've experienced the advent and era of truffle and it's everything is fucking truffle. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's too distinctive. I don't like them. I don't like mushrooms. So I just don't like truffle, right? And it's also, it's a very distinctive taste slash smell. If someone's eating truffle crisps or fries, Parmesan truffle fries that you get everywhere these days, you can smell it four tables away. So I wasn't up for that. So I take a bite out of my fucking burger. The burger is coated in this truffle sauce as well. It's just absolutely outrageous. So I called the waiter over. Anyway, he came over. I had him by his ear. And I said, listen, man, I'm not an asshole. As I slapped him on the bum. I said, listen, bro, I'm not an asshole. Lion zipped his fly. And I said, listen, I'm not... No, no, I... I was just like, bro, you, you should have truffle listed on the menu with this thing. He was like, sorry? And I was like, well, the fries are coated in truffle fries. He was like... Yeah, they're million dollar fries. I was like, no, no, excuse me, that's not a thing. Million dollar fries is not a universal thing, like a BLT or a club sandwich, where you know by the title what fucking comes in it. Million dollar fries is some American derivative slop. That's not a universal thing or term, right? But I'll forgive you for the fries. But the burger, it should absolutely say that it comes with truffle sauce on it. And he was like, okay, well, I'll tell the chef that you don't like truffle sauce. No, don't tell the chef that I don't like truffle. That's irrelevant. That's not, don't tell the chef that. Tell the chef or tell the person designing the fucking menu, by the way. Oh, the house burger comes with truffle sauce on it. What do you think? Am I right? Am I wrong? 
So I zipped him up and off he went. Nevertheless, that is not what we're here to talk about today. Today, we're here to talk about hen do's, okay? Hen parties, the female version of stag do's. Don't worry, we will discuss stag parties and stag do's and all the male-related things at another point. Today, though, the focus is hen do's. The hen do's and don'ts of, you know what I mean? That's what we're talking about. Now, I need to take a breath because I got pretty riled up there thinking about the truffles and unzipping his pants. So, hen do's. Right? I feel, I feel like in the last couple of years, the whole idea of the Hindu has changed. It used to be, you know, a bunch of sloppy people on a train with the willy, just everything willy, lots of willy paraphernalia, straw, basically everything willy related that wasn't actually a penis itself. You know, that was the sort of Hindu party. You'd get a bunch of females on a train, drinking Bacardi breezers, heckling passers-by, having willy straws, willy-related things, all wearing a sash, skid marks on their dresses, going into a weather spoons, shading, screaming, hooting, hollering, and that was the day. And that was fine, because that's what it was. No more than the same things happen on the stags, but we're leaving the stags for today. We'll get back to, we'll get to those, so don't worry, this is not pushing anti-female rhetoric, right? This is just purely me talking about Hindus. But I feel in the last couple of years, I don't know if it's to do with the time that we're in or the age demographic that I'm in where it's all just aspirational and everybody's trying to sort of outdo each other. But I feel like the Hindu now has evolved and morphed into something totally unnecessary and just way, way over the top. Like, first and foremost, let's talk about the money these days people are spending on Hindus. I find it fucking ridiculous. You know... The girl sets up a WhatsApp group and it's like, hey guys, another week, another WhatsApp group. So like, obviously there's lots of weddings this year and Vanessa, the beautiful bride-to-be, um, is hyper aware that some of you, not her though, absolutely not her, might be struggling with cash. She's grand, but you guys might be struggling for, with cash to fork out for all the various handies we've got going on. So listen, we've decided to actually cancel the Bahamas, but um, we've got some decent flights to Barcelona. So if you could all just revolute me for a grand, a grand each that will just cover basically the flights and then I've got us like a bus transfer to the travel lodge we basically won't be in it for the whole time but yeah I've got us a travel lodge and that will sort out the money people are spending is madness it's really way over the top why are people trying to outdo each other so much and it's like the the the, the Hindus that are happening now it's they're so like plush and nice do you know what I mean? Oh, we've all got personalised satin nighties and a king-size bed in the K-Club so we can get a selfie of us in it. Fucking night... Why are you getting personalised satin nighties? Why are you doing... Why? What is this? You know the boomerang? They get the boomerang at like 8 o'clock in the morning of the Prosecco with fruit in it, by the way. With fruit in it. You know, the Prosecco boomerang. Oh, never too early, is it? Well, it is too early. Objectively... Objectively, it is too early. It's a quarter past fucking eight, Aoife. It's far too early. And by the way, you've got to drive an hour and a half down to Carrick on Shannon or to Mount Juliet or to the K-Club or wherever you're staying. And you should not be consuming this much fucking Prosecco before you drive. Good God. Oh, the bride-to-be has given us all the... You know, the, the bride-to-be has given us all these French lip bracelets for the weekend and that we now have to wear for the rest of our lives. Sorry? Th- those bracelets? Ah, good. I was wondering where the trinkets from last year's Christmas crackers went hiding. 
That's not arrogant at all, making us all wear these ropey little strings around our wrists that you wouldn't want to tie your fucking shoes with. Yet, now Kira or Vanessa, whoever the bride is, wants us to wear them from now until forever. To celebrate the weekend, we went to Carrick on Shannon to watch her shout at male members of staff whilst wearing a white onesie that no amount of WD-40 or Dettol would get the stains out of the next day. I just wish there was more of a breakdown of where the money is going for these things. What the fuck are people spending this money on? Give me, if I'm revoluting you, 600 quid, I would like to see some sort of a breakdown as to where this cash is going. And then you get it. You know, you send it out, oh, this is going to cover all accommodation. What do you say? Why are you using these words like all accommodation? It's accommodation for the three nights, the four nights, or however long these Hindu sabbaticals are now taking place for. It used to be one day. Now it's four and a half. You have to take fucking two weeks of annual leave. It's madness. But you know what? The biggest scam, the biggest scam that comes then. Oh, guys, so yeah, I've sorted the hotel. It's 500 quid for two nights. Ooh, that seems very expensive. Yeah, no, it's re- it's, I've sorted out a really good deal with them. Oh, uh, so what does that include? Well, like, it includes your bed for the night. Yeah, I assumed as much. I assumed as much. Thank you, Kira. though. Jesus, did they pull you in with David Trimble and stuff for the trouble negotiations with Westminster? How did you... Your negotiation skills are unbelievable. This is phenomenal. Continue, though. So that, like, includes the bed. Yeah. And then, like, there's, a, there's an ensuite in the back. Yeah, no, there's a toilet. So, oh, we can defecate. We, we're paying to defecate. Excellent. Next. What else? And then, like, they've done this deal for us because there's so many of us all paying 500 quid for two nights. Yeah. And then the three words come. And these three words are three of the worst words you can ever tell me. They wind me up to the fucking gills. And you know what else it includes? What, guys? I mean, what, Kira? Or whoever the aforementioned false character I was referencing to. Um, drink on arrival. Drink on arrival. Yeah, like, so it's really good. And that includes now a drink on arrival. Drink on arrival. Drink on arrival. This whole, I could do a whole podcast on drink on arrival. What an absolute fucking absurd concept, by the way. Drink on arrival. Have you ever gotten this now when you go to a hotel? Oh, and you're trying to check in. You've just come from the airport, right? You've just come from the airport. <clears throat> you've still got three coats on because you couldn't pay for the, pa- the check in the bag. So you've got the three coats on. You've just, you've gotten from the airport. You found a bus or a taxi or whatever. You've gotten to the hotel. There's a queue for the hotel because it's a city hotel. Everyone's in the same boat. And people are foostering. Your mum's in front of you. She's got both the app out on her phone with the booking. She's also got 15 pages of print, printed paper with the booking, just in case. You're in the queue. You've got your coat on. You're sweating. You've got your bags. All you want to fucking do at this stage is go up and do the poo that you just paid for. But, and, um, would you, uh, dr- would you like a drink on arrival? Oh, that sounds lovely. Where are we going to go? Would you, would you, are we going to go to the bar? I believe there's a rooftop in this hotel. Should we go up there? No, no, no. No, please, why don't you make yourself comfortable and go over and just sit in the fucking lobby of the hotel, still with your coat on, still not checked in properly, sit over there now and just have this lovely drink on arrival and sort of take a sip out of some disgusting fucking 
probably with frozen fruit in it, Prosecco or like mint drink that you're sitting there and looking at the other couple. Hi, oh yeah, you're you're having your oh, drink on arrival. Oh, you're having your drink on arrival. Very nice, lovely. Drink on fucking arrival. Who wants a drink on arrival? It drives me up the fucking wall. Give it to me in the bar. Let me check in first. Let me put a shirt on, get some Dax wax in the hair and pubes and then give me a drink on arrival. It's a fugazi. It's a scam. Drink on a fucking rival. Anyway, where is this money going? Do you know what I mean, though? The drink and all. It's such a weird thing. And also, I don't... Okay, just take that off the bill, please. I don't need a glass of warm Prosecco when I'm standing in the lobby of the hotel. I'm fine. I've got a smart water that I stole from the airport or the free waters you get in Dublin. It's weird. You know, the, you know that free water stand in Dublin? There's a coin stand beside it. Nevertheless, I don't want a drink on arrival. Okay? It includes a drink. No, it doesn't include it. You're paying for it, by the way. It's, inclu- it's included in the price. Stop saying it includes as if, like, it's free. No, it's just an additional cost that's fucking unwarranted and unnecessary. Where is the money going? So just send me the 600 euro and that'll cover us for the two days. Cool, what, what activities are we doing? What activities are we doing? Oh, well, we're doing this really funny thing where it's called, like, painting. So, like, we'll all paint. And, I mean, Siobhan probably is going to paint, like, something crazy, like a willy. Brilliant. That'll be the only one she sees this year. The only one that she sees this year will be the, the one that she just painted. Where is the money going? Oh, guys, we all have to get upstairs now. Why? Oh, because we have to... Um, We've got the king-size bed and we've obviously all got the personalised satin matching nighties. Cool. That's going straight on the skip on the way out. Literally, as I'm going through duty-free to fly back home, broke, sunburnt and miserable, that is getting stuffed into the tiny little space in the bin that I can't even get a coffee cup into these days. But I'm going to feed that into the bin because I'm never going to wear this satin fucking nightie ever again with my initials on it. Another completely unnecessary expense. Expense. It's immense. Nevertheless, you then get, you get the selfie. You have to jump into bed. Have you seen these selfies that these girls are doing? They go down to fucking Mount Juliet or the K-Club or two other, other places. I don't know why I'm just referencing those. I'm sure they're lovely establishments. I've only, I've never been to either of them <clears throat> this week. And, oh, let's get the big selfie for the hairdo in the bed. Let's just think about this slowly, right? The photo of the 15 girls. Now, don't get me wrong. They all look gorgeous. But like, On what planet is it appropriate to jump into a bed with 14 people, right? Nine of which are gimps you haven't seen in school, since school. One of which is the the ratty bride who's insisted on her pyjamas being white. Because that's now crept into society as well, where the bride actually, the bride-to-be wears white on the fucking handy one for like the nine months beforehand. But you have to get into bed in a nighty. 15 girls walking around this bed like fucking Grandpa Joe in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and you have to get into bed nine of which are gimps who you haven't spoken to since school three of which are like the bride-to-be's uh, fiancé's like sister and cousin because that's a weird thing that you have to invite the weird sister and cousin even though you've no relationship with them and then two and then one of them's like a tree surgeon that she knows from work that you just met in the car park. You're now lying in bed in a nighty, by the way, in a nighty, lying in bed next to a tree surgeon from Dundalk. You can fucking count the amount of freckles that are on the back of her neck. You've never met her before, and you have to take this photo. What the hell is going on here? Imagine that. Fifteen girls in nighties, in bed, all at once. Like playing around and stuff. Probably not like, probably not like wearing a lot underneath. Like, so many of them, like, just like, just like rolling around and stuff. Like, probably nude, like, from the waist down. Like, one sec. 
probably could have gone a little bit deeper into like the whole culture of hen do's and hen parties but I was actually just really enjoying going with it and uh, yeah getting back on the mic as it were feels really really good to uh, be recording again hope you're all doing okay thank you so much to everyone who has subscribed to the Patreon please consider it if you haven't or if you had previously and feel like coming back and having some sort of ceremonious reunion with me, uh, consider it, yeah, patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. Hope you guys have had a lovely weekend. The weather has been spectacular, but you do not need me to tell you that. At least it has been in Dublin. Apologies to the German listeners. No, that's... (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Um, No. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing well and are hopefully getting vaccinated. And hopefully I should learn a new word than hopefully. Anyway, uh, thanks so much for listening. Thank you to everyone who's been sending me messages at Megan Mark on Instagram. Please follow me if you do not. Please tell a friend about the podcast. If you enjoy, if you enjoyed today's show, uh, share it with someone that you enjoy, and hopefully they will enjoy too. Okay, all the best. Baby roast coming on Wednesday to the Patreon, and some additional stuff too. So stay tuned. Speak to you soon, guys. All the best. Bye. <laughs>